with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Welcome. Hey, Herman. Now, is this the last primary in D.C. for primary season? It is. Uh, most people, <laughs> as I drove in today, I had to laugh because I thought I did not see one sign on the way in. Wow. Uh, so it's not getting as much attention as maybe it would have if, say, we were in the tie ball game between Hillary Clinton and, and Bernie Sanders. Yeah. The two of them, Herman, are going to meet evidently later today, maybe tonight after the polls close. I mean, look. Hillary Clinton has already declared herself the presumptive nominee. Uh, Bernie Sanders, I think, just wanted to sort of hang on until the yeah. end today. But uh, nothing is going to change. But, you know, the, the dynamic between the two of them, that will be very interesting. It will be. And, you know, you, you've got the situation with, with Bernie. Uh, I'm predicting, and I don't usually predict. All right. What? Um, by tomorrow or the next day, Bernie's going to... Uh, will suspend his campaign. Yeah, I would think so. I yeah. mean, look, if we go back eight years ago, uh, Hillary Clinton uh, won on the last day in California and then took four days to sort of finally get through it. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that everybody knows that, that Sanders is going to exit. I mean, uh, the to me, the most striking thing that occurred in the last few weeks was the president coming out last week and saying that he was supporting Hillary Clinton. They were supposed to do a joint event tomorrow on the road in Green Bay, uh, but that has been scrapped because of the Orlando shooting. So in that sense, it's all headed in that direction. Now, the big issue will be, what does Bernie Sanders want at the convention? Well, the big issue that the Democrats have tried to politicize out of the Orlando thing has been gun control, as you know. And uh, we understand that in the House of Representatives yesterday, that the Democrats tried to shout down Speaker Ryan. Yeah, is this happened? normal? Uh, you know, it happens from time to time. What what occurred was there was a moment of silence on the floor right. uh, for the victims in Orlando. And what we have had over the last few years is more and more Democrats saying, you know what, I'm tired of the moment of silence. I want to do something on guns. Obviously, they don't have the votes to do that right now. So they were basically yelling at Ryan saying, you know, bring up this bill, bring up these bills that we want to bring up. And Ryan gaveled them down. Again, as we look at it, you know, this president has wanted to go that road the entire time he's been in office. But obviously, he does not have the votes. And and, and even he, I think, I, I was struck yesterday by when he mentioned it again. He knows deep down it's not going to change right now either. And as you pointed out, the first two years of Obama's administration, yeah, didn't they, they have control they of the charge. House and the yep. Senate and the White House? And they did not have the votes then. Still, they, think, they didn't have the votes then no. because even some Democrats are nervous yes. about uh, some of the gun regulation. And, you know, I've talked to some of the Republicans who are in office now, and they say, well, here's the problem. The problem is it wouldn't be a clean bill. Whenever you get it out there and it starts moving through committee, they start hanging other aspects onto it that is clearly— OK, clearly um, going to slow it down because they're going to put something else in there that's controversial. Look, this issue, the issue of guns goes both ways. There are a few Republicans who are in districts that, um, you know, swing districts that might vote for some regulations. Right. Uh, but there's still there is nowhere near a majority for that. And uh, that is not going to change, Herman. I don't think it's going to change. Well, uh, we'll stay tuned. Let's see what happens. And now the. As you know, the media has, uh, is playing up uh, Hillary versus Trump, Trump versus Hillary, and this sort of thing. And uh, I think Trump is supposed to give a 
uh, speech. Did he do his speech on uh, terrorism already? Well, yesterday, yes. It was supposed to be about the Clintons. You know, it was going to be the first big, uh, the first big haymaker in a sense against both Hillary and Bill. But in the aftermath of Orlando, they went on terrorism. You know, I have to say, I, I think that for his audience. He gave a good speech yesterday. You know, for, for a lot of people who don't like him, uh, I think it was bad. But again, I think that, that Trump still, uh, he, he faces a lot of hurdles and does have to, be, have to be careful about some of these things. But still, I think the, the unorthodox effort that he is making, right. I think is confounding not only the Democrats, but the media as well. <laughs> There's no question they have exactly. confounded. Thanks a lot for joining us, See Jamie. Herman. Already. 877-310-2100. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. Kyle, from Ohio, what's on your mind today? Herman, what's up? Life right. is good. I'm very glad that you, uh, you and Jamie just touched upon what you did regarding Speaker Ryan's moment of silence yes. and the, the Democrats' um, insolent, uh, insanely inconsiderate uh, shouting down. Now, I, I don't care. You know, obviously... You and I both know, most of your listenership knows, every time in the wake of one of these disasters, everybody from Chuck Schumer to Amy Schumer is going to get on TV and lecture us about guns. Yes. That part isn't surprising. Yes. What surprises me is the level of disrespect, you know, they have reached. I mean, who, who is raising these Democratic representatives to think that they can just, I mean, quite literally, in my opinion at least, spit on the graves of 50 Americans who lost their lives? You can't even honor a moment of silence before you try to forward your agenda. That is ridiculous. I agree. It is insensitive uh, and it is disrespectful. You know, look, this was the largest mass shooting in our history. Okay. It is. It was done by a radical Islamic terrorist. And you're right. What's wrong with the moment of silence? Then the other side of that is, you know, to disrespect the moment of silence is to respect those 49 dead innocent people that got killed, as you were saying. And I agree with you 100%. Uh, but here's the other thing. Rick, I can't recall when the Republicans started trying to shout down the Speaker of the House when Nancy Pelosi. Maybe it happened. But here again, it's as if if they can't get their way, they want to intimidate or silence. And that's not the way it is supposed to work. They're not very good at being in the minority. <laughs> they are not very good at being in the minority. And, you know, I can remember the days when Republicans were in the minority and they had to just suck it up. Here's a story that you will appreciate. I remember back in the 1990s when Republicans took control of the House of Representatives and Newt Gingrich, I think, then was elected Speaker of the House. It basically just turned the Democrats' word world upside down. I think this was in 1994 or somewhere in that time frame. I re remember having lunch. This was already scheduled. I was giving a speech in Boston, and I flew to D.C. to have lunch with a Georgia member of the House of Representatives. He mm -hmm. happened to be Democrat. He happened to have gone to college with me. So we knew each other on a personal basis. I met him at the Capitol, and he drove me to one of his favorite luncheon places, which was at a church. I said, okay, that sounds good. All the way over there, the only words that came out of his mouth were, were um, we don't control the house anymore. We don't control the house anymore. We, they don't know what to do when they don't control the house. It was as if he was in a trance, okay? 
And so what you're seeing now is just another iteration of they don't control the house. They can't get their way. So they want to throw a temper tantrum and shout down the speaker of the house. And that's not the way it's supposed to work. We get reminded all the time. President Obama reminded Republicans, well, I'm the president now. Y'all going to have to ride in the back of the bus. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. So the point is, you're right. They are being insensitive uh, and disrespectful, especially when you're talking about trying to, you know, at least honor the memory of those people that were slain. Thanks, Kyle. appreciate yeah, you listening. You. Yep. B, I just thought about that. They don't handle that very well. Now, I'm not saying that any party that's in the minority would handle it well, but the fact of the matter is they had control of the House for so long, they just sort of took it for granted, and then it didn't happen. 877-310-2100. Evan, what's on your mind today? Hi, Mr. Kane. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I just wanted to say I've been an employee for almost three years now, and I kind of sort of blame the government for it. Um, I got a messed up shoulder, and I don't have any insurance, so I've been having to go to free doctors that don't want to try and solve a problem. They just right. keep wanting to give me pills and push pills on me. Um, the information that they're going by is an MRI that was three years old, or that's three years old. They don't want to issue a new MRI. Three years old? Something yes, could have changed by then. That's what I try and tell them. They don't want to listen to me. Wow. They want to, they, they just want to push me pills and give me this and give me that and tell me, oh, it's going to get better. Did you, Meanwhile, did, did you say you've gone to three doctors? No, no, free. Free, free. Free, yes, sir. We oh. in I, I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, uh, I have a thing called a Shams card, which is pays for medical expenses for those that don't have insurance. Okay, and, um, and that's what I've had to use. Meanwhile, my mother, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have a place to live because she's paying for my rent and some of my food costs. Wow, that I can't, I can't afford. Um, and you know, it's, 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 it's hard for me to do anything. I was, I, I related to your other caller earlier that says he's just given up on trying to find a job. I right. have. Right. And I, and that's not like me to give up on trying to find a job. Wow. Did you, when you had a job, did you have health insurance? I did. Yes. And, and this was pre Obamacare. No, it was not Obamacare. It was not. No, sir. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. It was pre-Obamacare. Right. Now, this card that you say you have that allows you to go to some doctors free, I had never heard about this one. What is that one called? It's called a Shans card um, through UNF Shans. Okay, UN what? UNF, University of Florida. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, okay. and it, it helps those without insurance. Like, uh, for me, if I have to go to the emergency room for any reason, it's a $10 flat copay and gotcha. everything else paid. But but what you're saying is you are not getting the quality of care that you need in order to, one, properly diagnose your situation so you can get the necessary uh, medical assistance so you can get back to work. Exactly. Yeah, wow. It just feels like I'm getting dumped on. I think you are getting dumped on. Okay. Well... I guess you know which way you need to vote in November. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show.